Welcome to Let's Swipe Online Dating Stories. All right. Hey, guys. Welcome back to the podcast. Um, as always, I'm Amanda, and I'm joined by my um, fantastic Evervescent. co What? Evervescent. Ooh, Evervescent co-host Erica. Hi, Erica. <laughs> Hi, guys. Thank you for the effervescence. <laughs> we are also happy to report that we are joined once again by Amy. Hi, Amy. Hello, Amy. <laughs> um, so it's been a little bit since uh, we've seen you, Amy. We haven't seen Amy in a hot minute, so I think she should fill us in on the latest. I agree. So what's been happening with you in the online dating world? Not a whole lot. I think this is my opportunity to pass my online dating ninja torch to uh, a new recipient. I think Erica has stolen that title from me. So uh, (laughs) I, like I said, I've, I've been working a lot. So I don't really have a lot of oomph to uh, to do a lot of dating. Yeah, yeah I, that's a fair point. I think it is really hard when you're an adult and you have a full-time job. And in your case, a job where it's almost more than full-time. Like yeah. how to balance having the energy to get online and then also do your other life stuff. Yeah, right now everything is kind of on hold for me just because I'm having to put in a lot of hours I mean, this is sort of the life of a contractor, I guess. <clears throat> but uh, the the last person that I was talking to, whom, whom you've heard me refer to as Kentucky, the, the last time I talked, talked about him, I hadn't heard from him in about two weeks, so I kind of wrote him off um, and was coming up with reasons why it was better that I didn't hear from him. Well... Two weeks later, I did hear from him, and it was sort of like, hey, what's going on? You know, I'm sending you this random text message, even though I haven't heard from you or haven't talked to you in a good long while. Well, I I know that I had talked to both of you kind of like, okay, well, what do I do? You know, what do I do about this guy? And so I kind of was just sort of like, yeah, all right, I guess I'll keep talking to him and just text him whenever. Well, we had another run where it was like back and forth text messages and everything was going well. Then he disappeared for another week and a half and I got a text message from him over the weekend and kind of like, you know what? This is not the way I want to go about things. I know I'm busy and yeah, I don't have a lot of time, but... I'm not really feeling the the interest here. I, I feel like someone's backup plan. This is not my idea of investing my time wisely. So mm-hmm. I have not wrote him back, and I sort of don't have any intention of doing it. So that was my last foray. For the first time in my life, I don't have any pen pals. I don't have any conversations going. Every person or every guy that I was talking to, I've basically cut off contact with. So I've got nothing going on in my life right now outside of the people that I've already been talking to for years and years. So, Well, I think that that's actually 
like awesome that you are not wasting your energy on people that it's not going to go anywhere. Yeah, and it's kind I, of refreshing for me because I don't have I don't have a, a great deal of emotional bandwidth right now. So I'm I'm investing my time in other places where I need it more. Yeah. So maybe maybe we'll revisit in the future when I have a better handle on my my dumpster fire of a life. <laughs> you have a bu- you have a busy life too. I mean, you're really busy at work right now. I'm really I feel like this is this is good news that because like you were going back and forth with this Kentucky guy and he wasn't he wasn't really investing in you. And so I think it's yeah. totally awesome that you said, "Hey, I'm not feeling this anymore. You this is not how you treat somebody. So way to go. So, yeah, I guess uh, I haven't shut down any of my accounts. Every once in a while I I go log in and when I, on the rare occasions when I have a moment to stop and breathe or take a lunch, I go look at my intros on OkCupid and that's about as far as any of it goes. I I, I use it for a distraction every once in a while, but most of the time I just don't even think about it. It's like weeks between my going on the sites. And I'm, I, I know the last time I was on here too, I sort of, you guys sort of uh, twisted my rubber arm into trying Tinder. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, that really didn't go anywhere for me. I didn't meet anyone that I, uh, I felt like I had to go out and just, you know, screw COVID. I, I want to go out and meet this guy. You know, there wasn't any any great uh, temptation there. I still have it up, but once again, it's like I go in and I look every couple of weeks. When we return to air quotes normal, I guess maybe I'll go back and try that again. But right now, just not my not my, not on my priority list. I think swipe fatigue is very real. It's sort of, you get to a point and it's like, man, I don't feel like reading reading another profile. I just, everybody starts to look the same and sound the same. And you sort of don't give people a fair shake just because you're like, I'm tired. I'm bored. I don't want to do this. Why am I doing this? Swipe left. <laughs> yeah. I was actually just talking to our, our guy friend and he was just talking about how, he doesn't online date. I keep trying to get him to come on the podcast, but he says he doesn't online date. But one of the things he didn't, doesn't like about online dating is just like how everybody does dismiss people over things that probably in real life you wouldn't dismiss somebody over. Yeah. You know? Totally. This is kind of interesting. So I did see my 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 longest long-term relationship. I'm still on good terms with my my ex, we'll call him W. So since he and I are still on good terms, we see, we still see each other every once in a while. I actually spent last weekend with him and it did cross my mind that maybe this is a good time to reevaluate what went wrong in our relationship. You know, how, how, um, uh, how, how do I put this? You know, there, there was a, a, a moment where it crossed my mind, like, it would be really easy to proposition him. And, you know, no, I do trust the guy. You know, we, we worked well in all regards, except for that we just it wasn't going anywhere, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, 
do I really want to go there? Do I want to do that? And then it was kind of like, I sort of looked in my, looked at myself in the mirror and realized, you know, we've got some COVID weight going on (laughs) and that's part of why I decided maybe I'll wait until I'm in a better place emotionally and physically. So. Is is that something you want? Because I remember I remember it taking a long time for you guys to f- officially break up. Yeah. And so is that something that you really want to open that door again? I, I think about it from time to time. And I was talking about this with one of my guy friends and they kind of said the same thing. And I, I thought about it and it would be really easy to go back there. And I'm sure we would it would be really easy for us both to go back there. The problem was, is that we'd still end up in the same situation where one of us, me is not getting the emotional needs met, but we, you know, we never really fought with each other. We got along well, everything else worked well. And I was asking myself, well, why am I willing to go back there? And I think, it is more of a desperation is not quite the right word. Uh, it, it's more of a convenience thing because he's one of the few people that I'm seeing right now because of the corn, you know, I'm still kind of self quarantining as much as I can. So I'm, I'm limiting my exposure to people very much. And he's one of the few people that I will actually go see in person. So it's sort of like, well, he's, He's man, I'm woman, it's convenient. We have the right parts and pieces, you know? Like, do I want to go there? It would be really easy to do that. Then I think, we're, he and I are in a good place. You know, our relationship is working with for each other right now. And I don't really want to mess that up. I, it's almost like opening Pandora's box. But that doesn't mean I don't think about it. Maybe maybe I'll uh, revisit that after I have too much wine some night. <laughs> <laughs> we got your back, Amy. Anyway, but uh, I do believe the next section of our conversation involves Amanda as the 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 meaty, smoky, salty, ribbonous unami layer of the conversation. You know, so. Are you going to dish, Miss Rib? Yeah, I will dish the exciting conclusion of the Bond saga. It's it's going to be it's going to be interesting. So, <laughs> hopefully. Yeah, so I think where we left off before, RJ was here and I was really at um we had had another date. So Amy just did like 30 seconds to fill you in. Okay. We'd had our last social distancing date. I was planning at that date to kind of say like, hey, do we want to be within six feet of each other? Like, because we kind of need to see, we need to be more physical, you know, if we're going to see where this goes. And so I was really gearing up to do that at the date. And then the date sort of happened and I just, um, was like, eh, I'm good. You know, I just really wasn't feeling it. It was, it really felt more of just like a, um, you know, I think I used a term that we were like friendly coworkers hanging out. Um, and so anyway, so I was talking to RJ a lot about that and he didn't give, 
advice that was too dissimilar to what Eric had been saying, but I think maybe just hearing it from a different person. Um, and so I decided, well, let me back up. <laughs> so, uh, a friend of ours came over for a porch chat and I had not talked to her, you know, in probably two months. And so she's like, Hey, what's going on? So I fill her in a little bit about bond and I'm describing him and I'm kind of describing about his personality and how it's not really meshing totally with mine, even though he has a great personality. This is different from mine. Because the chemistry just isn't right. Right. And so, and then she turns to me and she says, um, what does he do? And I, so I tell him, or I tell her what he does. And then she says, is his last name James? <laughs> and, um, and I'm like, uh, yes, how do you know that? So she dated him. Did she? I <laughs> went. Like, I mean, it had to have been, well, all right. I'm sorry. I'm going to stop talking. She, yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't even use the word date. I shouldn't have used the word date. But, but our friend knows him well. And basically had been thinking kind of the same thing, that his personality just didn't really jive with hers. Um, and who, and she was like, who could I set him up with? And she was like, there's no one because, and she thought of me and then she was like, no, he's not like their personalities are not going to work well. Um, the, my personality is just a little bit too, I, I can't remember the words she used, but you know, they were positive adjectives and, and it just, you know, it's whatever. And, um, and so, but she was like, but he is a really nice guy and he's really good looking. So, you know, maybe don't give up on him. Yeah, but I don't think it's going to go anywhere with you guys. And I was like, yeah, I don't think it's going to go anywhere either. And I'm not really the type to just date somebody to date them, which I think I've talked about on the podcast before. I don't want to waste my time. I don't want to waste their time. I don't, it's like, if I'm not feeling it, why? If I'm not feeling it and that there's a promise that it could turn into something, then why bother? So after kind of hearing from Erica, who was saying, you know, just just ask him how how he feels and RJ kind of saying similar stuff. So I was like, you know what? Okay, I'm just going to text him and I'm not going to shut the door completely, but I am just going to try to get some feelers out there. And so I texted him and I was just like, hey, you know, I've enjoyed getting to know you, but I'm not really sure about this, like, you know, social distance dating. I don't feel like. You know, I'm not sure where you want it to go, but this seems really, you know, I just sort of, I wasn't like, I don't want to date you, but I just sort of, we're kind of trying to put the feelers out there. Um, and then he came back and he was like, yeah, I'm really getting to, really enjoying getting to know you and I'd like to keep getting to know you. And maybe it's the social distancing, but I don't feel like we have an emotional connection. And the weight that was lifted off of my shoulders <laughs> when he came back and said that was like enormous. And so I was like, Oh, thank God. I'm like, I'm so glad we're on the same page. I think I said that exactly. I said, I'm so glad we're on the same page. Um, and we had plans to go on a hike. So I had texted him 
and and when I asked all this, I also had asked him to go on a hike because I was kind of, I'm kind of feeling like he's he's a cool hiking buddy, a cool friend. Um, so I didn't want to say like, hey, no. So I guess after we decided all that, I was like, hey, do you still want to go on a hike? He's like, yeah, definitely. What's so you know? Well, I had some stuff happening where I had to move my schedule around, and at the same time, I was thinking to myself. You know, he is a really nice guy. There has to be someone that I know that would be a good match with him. And so I thought of my friend, Joe. Really? Interesting. <laughs> really? Okay. I like it. And I'm intrigued and, like, I, I'm i like, uh, what's his face from uh, Django, like, uh, DiCaprio's character, like, you had my curiosity, but now you've got my attention, or whatever, however that line goes. Yeah. <laughs> well, so here's the deal. My friend Joe, who, that's a nickname, and she's a girl. Um, my friend Joe is really fun. Like, I have a good time with her. But I feel like she's also very technical, She's a little buttoned up. I would, I would put that in, not in a bad way. But. Right, not at all in a bad way. Yeah. But, you know, and I just, I was like, you know what? I just feel like there could be something here. And so I, I texted her, and I was like, hey, there's this guy I've been seeing, and it is not a love connection with me and him but he's super great and I kind of think you guys would have some stuff in common and get along do you want to meet him and she was like okay sure like immediately and I was like oh all right which I was a little surprised holy surprise (laughs) like 100 percent should be like okay like oh sure great we should be like So, so then I text Bond and I'm like, Hey, my, I need to move my schedule around. And I was like, I was so cool about it. And then I was like, but you know, I already had plans to go hiking with my, with my friend Joe on Wednesday. And I think you guys would be fast friends. Like, should we just all go? And he was like, Oh, that sounds great. Like I'd love to meet her. So, um, so he was on board and then we went on our hike And, you know, we did kind of try to social. He still was very uh, conscious of of keeping his distance from me. Like, he was very gentlemanly. And and we sometimes weren't six feet apart, all of us. But, I mean, you know, tried. And I just kind of kept trying to go a little bit ahead of them or whatever. And so I was there to kind of help the conversation. But then we let them talk. And and there were multiple times where I just, like, had a smile on my face. Because I was like, this was the best decision that I've ever made. (laughs) And uh, they hit it off. I don't know if they're going to keep seeing each other because they are both kind of shy, you know. So, I mean, I did the introduction. I'm, I'm done playing matchmaker. But when it was done, um, you know, I, I, I had taken some pictures. So I was going to text both of them as a way to, like, nonchalantly give each other their numbers, you know. <laughs> So, but of course I ran it past Joe first. Cause if Joe was like, uh, oh, he's Dudsville, I wasn't going to do it. But she was like, Oh no. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And so I did that. And then I was like, 
remembering what my friend who knew him, because I got some insider information about Bond from my friend who knew him much better than I did. And he, like I, like I knew he is very shy. She said that she's actually talked to him about the fact that he doesn't do those things like say, you look nice today or, or like give kind of any of that feedback that are like the easy things to do to let somebody know you're really interested. And, you know, one of the problems with their friendship slash relationship was that he didn't do that with her. And she's a very bold person. So she just basically like told him all of this and was like, look, if you ever want a hope of having a girlfriend again, like these are some things you need to think about doing, you know? And, um, and so it was also really nice. I know I'm jumping around a little bit, but it was really nice hearing from her that she went through so many of the same experiences that I did with, with Bond so that it wasn't just, you know. Am I insane or am I expecting too much? Or it, because because I couldn't get a read on him, right? It would seem yeah. like he was interested, but then he wasn't doing things. That she, and she's like, yeah, no, he just doesn't do any of those things. And so um, – so knowing that and knowing that I feel like he needed an extra push, I then I then texted him separately um, from the group text. And I just said, you should add Joe's number to your contact list and use it. <laughs> <laughs> and he thanked me. And I don't know. I have not talked to her. I have not talked to him. Um, I'm I not going to meddle. Karma. Hopefully, hopefully some good karma coming my way for that. But I do feel like we do live in a small city, our St. Midwestern city, and the dating pool isn't very big. So when you find somebody that you're like, well, you're not really for me, but like, who could you be for that I know? Because like, we actually, there are a lot of us who are single in our friend group. I mean, I think people kind of find each other too when they're older and single, but I, I vetted this guy. He's not he's not a weirdo. He's not creepy. He just wasn't a match for me. And so why not kind of pass him along to someone else? So I don't know. I I do kind of want to check in with her in a week and just sort of see. Or I might actually like check in with him and be like, uh, so what's up? Did you text her? <laughs> because that's what you should do. But um yeah, so I feel as though I feel really happy about how all of that ended. That's super exciting. I'm really glad to hear that. That that is a totally happy story. Yeah. So I haven't done really any other. I've I've talked to a few guys online, but Amy, much like you, although I don't have the work excuse, um, and I don't mean excuse, I mean work valid reason. Yeah, I know what um, you mean. But I don't don't have that, but I, I have definitely been suffering from swipe fatigue and then also it takes a lot out of me to meet a new person and I was investing so much in bond I do think with him I could have been better about asking oh my god I forgot we have listener mail oh nice yeah yeah I'm gonna pull it up now because it actually speaks to something else so normally I would, I, I'm so excited about the listener mail. Normally I'd probably wait until the end to do the listener mail, but this specifically has to do with, with the situation in Bond. So I'm going to do it now. All right. Listener mail. So this is a question from Tim. 
<laughs> Thank you, listener Tim, for writing in. We appreciate it. It says, I have a question for Amanda. You keep wondering how Bond feels about breaking quarantine with you and how he feels about Black Lives Matter and protests and such. I know the podcast is a little behind real time, but have you tried asking him directly about these topics? Because of his avoidance of the issues, it seems like he may disagree with you on some political issues. Enjoying the podcast, I think it would be great to hear from a male perspective on online dating, and maybe you could compare notes. Looking forward to the next episode. Thanks, a listener. Smiley face. (laughs) So, yeah, so we are really behind. So our listeners haven't heard that we have had a couple of male uh, dudes come on to give that male perspective. And... But but I, I thought that this was a really good question for me because it actually speaks to something that I have a hard time doing, which is sometimes being direct, right? Um, and I didn't ever ask him specifically, how do you feel about the protests or Black Lives Matters? And I think it's because I knew the answer, but maybe not. I could be wrong. I probably should have asked. I don't know. What do you guys think about our listener mail? <laughs> I love that we have listeners. <laughs> yeah. It's great. <laughs> get more mail. I, I love it. But I think that's a valid uh, point. And it does bring our our dear friend, Amanda, to be like, hey, you know what? I do need to be more direct. And I think it's like, and all of us could stand to do it a little bit more in our personal lives just because we're told not to be direct. So. Thank you, listener, for that input. I I was just going to say, I am guilty of doing the same thing. I know uh, before I decided not to carry on any more of my conversations with people, Amanda actually tasked me with uh, being direct and and using it as an opportunity to give the, I don't think this is going to work out email, which I admit that I never did because time got away from me because I work so damn much but uh, <laughs> that's my excuse and I'm sticking to it <laughs> tisk tisk I know so I'm I'm not going to cast stones and point fingers because I am very guilty of the same thing so I could I could definitely stand to be more direct in a lot of aspects of my life I think, too, because stuff like that I offer so freely, I assume that someone else will offer it freely. But I don't think, like, I always ask super direct questions because I just think it should kind of come up in the conversation. I agree. I I remember I was on a date one time and I asked someone, I forgot what, it was something about why he got divorced and then after I said it I'm like oh my god that was really an an almost insensitive question and he did answer the question and then it was like oh well I'm thank you for being honest and and direct and it did actually make the conversation a little bit better because it was sort of like okay well now that we got that out of the way but after I did it I was just kind of like oh my god why did I do that (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think it's a fine line. If, if, a, if a male were to ask us the same thing, what would be like, that's kind of a fine line, bro. Or we'd be like, oh, that's a total normal thing to ask. But oh, no, bro, I mean, you know. it's a fine line, like when to know if it's something to ask or when to know if it's something that should just kind of come up. Like not like, like the divorce question, 
I mean, I think that's okay to answer directly, but I also think I would just assume that the person would ex- tell me that when they were ready. Yeah. It's kind of a, I like conversation when it's more organic, when it's not like, oh, well, how do you feel about this? This is how I feel. Here's A, B, and C reasons to back that up. You know, it it feels better when it's that, uh, when it's show me, not tell me, like I was saying before, when the conversation just flows when you when you have to keep asking questions and pulling information, then it just feels weird. That's true. But I think at some point, I mean, if you're out there and it's known that you had, you know, a sort of marital history, like or even not marital, like one of the things that I talked to T about because he's a reasonably good looking guy, you know, was I'm like, okay. I mean, teasingly, I was like, what's wrong with you? But I'm like, you're good looking, you're single. Uh, he had been married. He had been married. So there was that. Um, but I'm like, why are you single now? Like, what's going on, man? That's weird. You're good looking, you know, and you, you have a job, you know, especially this is like right in the middle of COVID. You know, I mean, still ongoing, but like the lockdown portion or the first lockdown depending on how long ago this this episode would have aired but uh i'm like you're you're yeah you're handsome and you have a job like what the fuck's going on (laughs) you know i mean at some point you have to be like you know you feel like reasonably like comfortable with the person like it's okay to be like so what's your deal like and i'd be like look here's my deal like i got issues so this is why this is why my ass is like single. What's what's your what's your excuse? What's your major malfunction? <laughs> but it's a matter of comfort, and you know, and, and probably appropriateness. But I feel like comfort. But I think you kind of put yourself out there a little bit. If you're like, yeah, I'm single, and blah 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 blah. We're talking at some point. It's gonna be like. There's some leeway to ask certain questions that may not you wouldn't ask in other polite society, I guess. Oh, definitely, yeah, 100%. I think part of the reason why I didn't ask Bond any of those questions is because we didn't have that comfort level, mm-hmm. like at all, even to be like. And then it was like I basically could sense how he felt about protests and Black Lives Matter, and did I really want to have that conversation? No, because it's like. I wanted to watch Indiana Jones, you know, it's like, you know, I mean, sometimes it's yeah, like, what's the point? Like, there's a time and a place, you know what? We're watching Indiana Jones. We can talk about this some other time. Clearly, you're not comfortable. And I don't want to watch goddamn Indiana Jones. So right. I. <laughs> well, yeah, that's like we never got we never got to have like the conversations on the couch. That's when those things come up. Those don't come off. You're not sitting across a table and like, so what's your deal? Why are you single? It's like that's that comes off as like aggressive and and weird. And like, I wouldn't want to answer that question then. You want to have those questions like when you're feeling like, you know, intimate and and it's a quiet moment. And it's like, okay, we're going to actually get to know each other. Not just like those surface level stuff. I don't know. That's me anyway. But yeah, so anyway, but I'm happy the way it went and I'm and I'm happy for the listener mail. We'd love to have more and we are we are catching up episodes so we are not we don't have such a lag time. 
So your listener mail will be relevant, you know, and everything. So please write in. That's right. Um, so I think. Calendar years when you wrote it. So. <laughs> yeah, it is. A thing. We're just, it's just we're a month. We're, we're like a month behind. Probably by the airing of this, we won't be a month behind. But like at the recording of this, we're a month behind. <laughs> so, um, but yeah. So, um. Erica, we haven't heard too much from you. Um, you were going to talk a little bit about, because things are still going well with the person that you have been seeing. And I know you're not going to go into details, but one of the things that we were talking about was, um, and again, I think I brought this up with when I was talking to my, our friend S, where oftentimes we dismiss people of things online dating that we maybe wouldn't dismiss if we knew that person or if they were in real life. And you had kind of a deal breaker that the guy you're seeing now broke, <laughs> but you're still seeing him. So you want to talk about that broke, a little bit? You know, right. There's something like I did not catch through my initial screening process, uh, the happy accident uh, that it was. And uh, when it was brought up, when we did our in life, real life, like face to face meeting, which uh, just for a time frame, you guys uh, in the greater world uh, was the first night of the curfew in our fair city. Um, so we were dining out. Um, and this was something where I'm like, well, like this was a accident which i hope is an ac happy accident that this happened but it seems like a nice enough dude let's go out and so um i feel like i can i can mention out loud the deal break deal breaker which was children no babies no kids nope not doing it did it twice did it with like uh the ex uh to a degree and then like the dude before him like very much to a degree and i'm like that is a hot mess I'm not stepping into again. Like, even if, like, we just date and it's not a big thing, like, mm -mm, nope, 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 nope. And I, like, scrolled and, like, thumbs down on so many dudes who were like, I'm a father. And I'm like, good for you. Right on. Good luck. Pass. <laughs> <laughs> and so when this happy accident happens, and he's just like, oh, yes, I have children out here, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, oh, my God. Okay. Whew, I can wiggle my way out of this one. No problem. <laughs> and it did not turn out that way. Um, and, and for the record, like, the kiddos seem to be, like, pretty dope. So, yeah. which is good, because if they were little shits, I'd be like, oh, hey, you know why I said my phone number was this one number? I totally lied. It's this totally other phone number. <laughs> You'll never find me again. Um, so it's, uh, yeah, that was interesting. Um, but this whole thing has been like this whole, uh, like, meet cute, like, it wasn't supposed to happen, but it happened sort of thing. Like, in a nice non-saccharine sort of way, I hope. So, um, but yeah, yeah. That's awesome. And I mean, I think it kind of is a good reminder that maybe we should swipe more, swipe right more liberally, you know, because you, it was a happy accident, but it's like you might have swiped the other way and then never met him. So, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I don't think, 
I mean, it's a small town. It's a, well, it's a small city, so it's possible, but highly improbable, you know. So, yeah. The last guy that I dated was a similar situation. Um, I, I was very much in the same boat you are, where it's like, I don't want to date a guy who has kids because you'll never be... You know, there's always that, well, the kids are always going to come first thing. Okay, well, whatever. And I ended up dating that guy with kids. First time I've ever dated someone with kids. And it was one of the better relationships I've had. So I am a little bit less. um, I, I, I definitely would not swipe left on someone just because they have kids now. But, yeah, it's still it's still kind of a okay. You know, it's. It's something you just have to acknowledge. Yeah. And I'm not, like, I like thinking, like, it's just that I, I've had, like, two relationships where it's more about the ex and, like, how that all pans out and, like, how the kids have to respond to, like, the ex and the person you're seeing and, like, if the kids are acting out because of, like, the friction between, like, you can't say any, there's nothing you will ever be able to say that's going to be okay. Because, like, if your partner takes it the wrong way or the ex, like, takes it, even if you're just like, hey, maybe you guys should probably get along a little better. And <laughs> be so sad. And then they're like, rah, rah, rah. I'm just like, and then you're like, oh, fuck. Okay, my bad. I'm just going to stand over here and just, like, keep my mouth shut for the entire time that you have the children or child because you both are not on board, like, with, you know. It's just like seeing this train wreck and you're like, hey, like, this is going to be a train wreck. Maybe you guys should, like, not wreck your trains. And they're like, well, you will tell me how to live. And you're like, okay. But then at the same time, it's like, but I got to live through this, you know? Like, I got to put up with this over my weekend because y'all can't get along, you know? So, and then you see this kid who's just like, this is jacked up. And you're like, I know, I wish I could help you, but I still can't <laughs> And all of this. I think that's more of it. Like, I, I saw that a little too much. And I'm like, sorry, good luck growing up with that, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> so. Yeah, I think it would be really hard. I, I've not had that experience, but I can imagine just. It's not fun. Yeah. I was lucky. The, the, the guy that I dated who had kids, I, I never met the kids because we were still we only dated about six months and it was sort of a, we were sort of at that point where it was like, okay, well, how serious is this? And how, how serious is it going to be moving forward? Because I, I mean, basically he told me I wouldn't meet his kids unless things became serious. And I was perfectly fine with that, but it was something that I was giving serious consideration to because if you start dating someone with kids, it's like, well, that's going to be like the next 18 years of your life or however long because kids need time to grow up and yeah, it changes your life a lot. And it, it, uh, I was starting to question things like, wow, could I be a stepmom? You know, do I have the mental capacity to deal with being someone's part-time mom? <laughs> like it, I'm, I'm, in a way, I'm glad that the, the relationship did not get serious to that point because I probably would have freaked out a little bit. 
but I'm I'm definitely a little bit more uh, open to the idea of someone having kids now because it doesn't necessarily mean what I always thought it did, which yeah. is that you can't have a functioning relationship, but that's totally false, so. It's true, and it does help to see somebody with, like, a healthy yeah. relationship with their ex, you know? And also, like, the kids being, like, cool. Like, I mean, you can have a healthy relationship. You know, they can have a healthy relationship with the ex. I mean, hell, you could have a healthy relationship with their ex. And if the kid's, like, a little Norman Bates, <laughs> ain't too much anybody can do about that shit, right? You know, so it's, 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 it's all dependent on, like, the whole package. You know, is everybody well-adjusted? Is everybody in communication? Is everybody, like, healthy and happy? If that's the case... So do you think conflicts arises? Be like, look, your parents are on top of this, and they'll try to look. I want to be like the cool aunt. If it ever comes to that, like, you know, not necessarily stepmom, but like the kids like 17 and like get. A, I don't think anybody's gonna get arrested for like marijuana, but just something wacky, some wacky 80s bullshit like that. They're like, <laughs> dude, I can't. No, I'd be like, right on, dude. But uh, you think your stepmom because they were TPing a house. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like, I'll come get you and I won't say anything to your dad until you're 30, in which case it's going to be a hilarious story at that point. But you're going to be cleaning the fuck out of the garage for the next year. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, I'll help you out. But I got your back. <laughs> you know, no. But anyway, but that's a happy, like, you know, wacky, sitcom-y sort of thing that who knows? Although it's just way easier to find somebody who doesn't have kids so you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> I've yeah. decided that I'm going to be alone forever and I'll probably get eaten by my cats when I'm older. So. It doesn't sound too bad, actually. Uh, yeah. I, I'm, what I'm, you love, right? You know. yeah, I, I'm wrapping my head around it. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm probably going to die at my desk and no one will notice. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, you need a different job. <laughs> I need a different career. I'm open to ideas. <laughs> Dr. Pepper saleswoman. <laughs> <laughs> Online support for other single ladies in our age group. Yeah, I like it. I like it. All right, guys. Well, I guess that's it for today's episode. Thanks for listening. Uh, as always, we would love for you to write in at letsswipepod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you if you want to be on the show, if you have feedback, if you have questions, write in. Amy, Erica, do you have any final thoughts? You guys just keep it. mail. We like mail. Mail is awesome. Guests are even more awesomer. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's it then. Bye, guys. See you, everyone. Bye.